Hello and welcome to the University of Pittsburgh's Health and Explainable AI, Pit Hex AI podcast series. Pit Hex AI is a research laboratory at the University of Pittsburgh School of Health and Rehabilitation Sciences Department of Health Information Management. Headed by Ahmad Tafti, the lab cultivates extramural collaborations with other academic institutions, both nationally and internationally, through its research and educational contributions and this podcast series. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Hex AI podcast series. Every other week, we try to do a short interview with a student pursuing studies in health informatics and artificial intelligence. I'm Maithili Tirmalashetty, a student at the University of Pittsburgh and a co-producer of the podcast series. Today, we're going to get to know Leah Reed from the University of Pittsburgh. Welcome, Leah. To get us started, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what got you interested in the field of health informatics and artificial intelligence? Hi, Maitali. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm Leah Reed, and I'm a physician from Barbados, an island in the Caribbean. I went to medical school there and then came to the U.S. for residency, and that was my first introduction to electronic health records. Along the way, after graduation since residency, I stumbled into informatics while trying to optimize an electronic health record system for my team. And that was the beginning of where I am now and later learned more about artificial intelligence. And I'm glad we had a chance to meet as classmates at the University of Pittsburgh. I am glad that we met as classmates as well, Leah. I would want the audience to know what you're studying right now and what are you working on right now? And what do you find interesting? So this semester at the University of Pittsburgh, I'm doing design thinking in healthcare and R for health informatics, as well as leadership, as I'm on the leadership track in the MSHI program, which is a Master of Science in Health Informatics. It's interesting how you've mentioned programming languages like R, Leah, because I remember last semester we both have taken Python, the programming language, together. It's interesting how we both from different backgrounds, especially you from internal medicine as a physician, have transformed into learning programming languages like R and Python, which are like completely different facets of science. How has that journey been? It's a journey I didn't quite see coming until I started this course. So learning Python and R both are important for doing research and learning more about health informatics and all of the data in electronic health records. I'm hoping to incorporate that more in my clinical practice and pursue opportunities for research. And I believe R as the statistical package and program and language will help with that greatly. But in terms of the interests that I do have, I had mentioned um, I had an interest in cardiology and cardiovascular diseases. And certainly where I work, um, MUSC Health Columbia, it was named as one of the top 10 community hospitals without a training program that treats cardiovascular diseases. And Maitali and I both worked on a machine learning project where we studied cardiovascular disease data set from Kaggle, and we created a machine learning model incorporating chat GPT to help us with the coding aspect. And we were able to create a nice 10-minute presentation about it, speaking about the data, how it was pre-processed, how we created the models, evaluated their accuracy, recall, and precision, put that in a graph, and then had a video about it. 
and it was awesome. So yeah, I definitely do know about your professional background, but I would love for our audience to know about it. How a girl from Barbados has started her career in medicine and how she navigated it towards health informatics. I went into medicine because I wanted a career where I could help people, of course, and go anywhere in the world and work. And it just so happened that the United States was where I decided to do residency. So I did internal medicine residency in Athens, Georgia. And from there, I had to work in an underserved community in order to continue working in the United States. And it is there that I went to a very small rural hospital. We had a very cumbersome EHR and I was given the opportunity to start to improve our clinical workflows and in learning how to optimize the order sets, create new order sets such as for COVID-19 and gastrointestinal bleeding and creating favorites for my team, we were able to be faster and more efficient and therefore take better care of our patients. I then moved up to South Carolina and with the Medical University of South Carolina in Columbia. And at this campus, we focus on cardiovascular diseases. And I'm really happy to be able to incorporate that along with general internal medicine and hospital medicine. So informatics combines the electronic health record, people, technology, and information, all with the purpose of taking better care of patients and making healthcare more safer. So right now, I'm, my focus is on the clinical decision support group with MUSC, and I'm also um, doing classes to be a physician builder with EPIC, and so far that's going well, and learning more about artificial intelligence, more so from the theoretical aspect with the classes I'm taking with the University of Pittsburgh and machine learning, as well as SQL and database management. So I'm hoping to combine all of that to become a board-certified clinical informaticist within the next year. Perfect. I love how that's all wonderfully aligning together. So Leah, you are a clinical person from a clinical background. So what do you think about the inclusion of clinicians like you in the field of health informatics and artificial intelligence? I think it's really important that clinicians become involved. We all bring our domain expertise and certainly can add to all of the different professionals, the bioinformatics professionals, like people you've had on the show previously, even people like yourself with a pharmacy background and other advanced practice providers. And I'm glad from our standpoint, especially within a hospital setting, that we can, can make the electronic health record work for, for us in our setting. So what's important in the field of hospital medicine is having important information as quickly as possible to make better decisions for patients. Some patients go to different providers in the outpatient setting or different hospital systems to access different specialists. And it's really important in situations where patients are so sick that they can't remember who they've seen or what procedures they've had in the past. And through concepts such as interoperability, the electronic health records can pull in the different information from these different health systems. And that helps us as the clinicians in the hospital side to know more about the patients, their allergies, who they've seen, to communicate with other specialists if needed. And once again, going back to what's important, taking care of the patient. So I'm glad we get to be involved in that there's a whole field that's collaborative and it involves different people and specialties all to make this happen. 
That's absolutely right, Leah. Collaboration is the key term that we're all looking for, and that is where we're all heading towards. So, Leah, are there any projects that you're currently following? I am following um, the New England Journal of Medicine and looking forward to their series on artificial intelligence. The most recent article from that series focused on infectious disease surveillance. So I'm really excited to see artificial intelligence articles and being written for people like myself with this medical background. There's also the American Medical Informatics Association called AMIA, and they also have a journal. It's really important with artificial intelligence and machine learning that the models are validated to ensure that they can be readily applied to different um, populations, as well as not have it um, be biased because we need to make sure that when we use these models for clinical decisions, that they're going to be accurate. Funny how you mentioned the New England Journal of Medicine, Leah, because they have started a new wing called Artificial Intelligence in Medicine Series, which is directed by our previous guest in this podcast, Isaac Kohane. I have heard his podcast and it was quite interesting. And it explains how artificial intelligence is quite the assistive technology that medical physicians are looking for and not for a replacement. So, Leah, to my next question. Do you have any ideas for projects or research in the field of informatics? Certainly within the field of health informatics, it's important that the research be conducted in underserved populations because there's a need for increasing diversity within um, clinical studies and using the electronic health record from different institutions in underserved communities. That way, people that may not have been included in trials previously may have a chance to have their data included and we can make sure that we learn more about different populations. I would also say for further research is involving different clinicians who are not only from uh, academic background, those with PhDs or involved in graduate studies, but even those who may be community workers or in community settings and see how they can be involved to create projects that can involve, once again, people that would not have been included previously. It's a great time in healthcare and certainly with the emphasis on reducing healthcare disparities. That's why I'm emphasizing this point. That's great, Leah. Also, I know that your focus is on cardiology. So is there any ideas or projects or researches that you would like to give for the enthusiasts in the field of health informatics and artificial intelligence? So yes, as a hospitalist, I you know, did choose a niche between informatics and also love cardiovascular diseases. So Cardiology is actually one of the top two specialties that has a lot of research within artificial intelligence and machine learning. So I don't quite have a specific idea, but I'm certain that examples of applications are using artificial intelligence to calculate precisely the amount of contrast that may be needed for procedures such as cardiac catheterizations. And I'm sure that there may be cardiologists um, or cardiology technologists listening that may be able to go into further details about that, but that's just my general understanding and I think it'd be a great project to work on. That really sounds interesting and intriguing as well. I hope some cardiologist or cardiology technician hears this right away and start working on that. So as a hospital medicine specialist, other projects for artificial intelligence could include 
likelihood of readmissions, as well as predicting sepsis, just because these are very important for hospitals because sepsis is a condition that can lead to someone having a prolonged length of stay. And the longer people stay in hospital, the worse their outcomes. So anything that can help detect early sepsis is important to save lives. And for readmissions, it's important that we can see who's likely to be readmitted and using AI can hopefully extract some features to know what types of patients or factors can increase that likelihood. So that way more targeted efforts can be performed to try to keep that from happening. Leah, as you know that this podcast is being produced by FitHex AI Laboratory, that is Health and Explainability Artificial Intelligence Laboratory. So I was wondering, what's your take on explainability, especially from being a clinician standpoint? Explainable AI is a set of tools and frameworks that helps us better understand the predictions that are made by these artificial intelligence and machine learning models. So from a clinician standpoint, what it means is it helps us to understand why these models made those predictions and lets us know if we can trust them. This is really important before they can be implemented into clinical practice. Great. So in the age where artificial intelligence is one of the influential fields in the science, where do you see yourself 10 years down the road, infusing or leveraging this in your own field? I see myself graduating from the Master of Science of Health Informatics program next year from University of Pittsburgh and pursuing board certification in clinical informatics. I hope that artificial intelligence goes mainstream and that I can incorporate that through the electronic health record. And within uh, my home country in Barbados, hope to be part of endeavor to make digital health records happen. I think it could be possible as we all have our national IDs. So having that as a unique patient identifier or a variation of that, but hope that we can create an electronic health record system. And also, um, one day I'd love to see there be an informatics community within the Caribbean. So I study at the University of the West Indies, which is located in three different islands, Barbados, Trinidad, and Jamaica. And I can include the campus in the Bahamas. So certainly there are opportunities for the Caribbean to have an electronic health record system, especially knowing that we have that shared university to see what can be done to have better access to patient data and see if that can also improve health outcomes there in our region. Wow, that's so noble. And knowing you, Leah, I'm pretty sure that you'll make all of that come true. I'll be waiting on the other end to listen all about that. Leah, it's been really great speaking with you today. Would you like to close the interview with any advice for your peers, your juniors, or any international students especially who are starting their career in this field, or any field for that matter? Whether you're at college or you're working and thinking what other studies you can do to enhance yourself for your career, I think it's important to to keep reading and to keep up to date through journals regarding your fields. As relates to artificial intelligence, we can see there's been a huge boom within the last few months. Who can imagine what will come in the next few months and and all the developments in technology? So it's important to have an open mind and to read, connect with people on 
platforms like LinkedIn, add me. I'd be happy to connect with you. And let's say attend conferences. And I can say from the pandemic, there was the shutdown and leaving residency and losing that community that I once had. I didn't want to become professionally isolated. And I started to listen to TED Talks when I was driving in Alabama on any long drives and started to read and learn more about informatics as I was doing my, my job. And it was from there that I was led to this program, University of Pittsburgh, and actually started before I moved to the Medical University of South Carolina, which also has a health informatics program. So as it relates to informatics, there are different ways that people can become involved in it. If you are a physician, if you're located in the Caribbean, you have to do your United States medical licensing examinations in order to earn a place in a U.S. residency. If you are an undergraduate student in the United States, you have to do your MCAT exams in order to earn a place into medical school. From there, um, it's important to look for what projects you can involve yourself in and people who may be already in the field and what labs may be near you on campus to reach out to those who have experience in artificial intelligence, natural language processing and machine learning or deep learning. That way you'd be ready to apply those skills to healthcare. I didn't mention data science, but certainly that is an important field also and is another way that people can be involved in informatics without being an informatician, so to speak. So I say all of that to say that just find things that interest you, maintain that open mind and reach out to others and see what they're doing. You'll meet some great people along the way. And I'm happy I met you mightily. I'm really happy I met you too, Leah. I know how we've been there for each other the last semester, since we both have come from completely different backgrounds, especially being from clinical background and navigating our way towards programming languages. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Leah, it's interesting how you mentioned that you wanted to become a board certified clinical informatician. Would you like to explain about that to our viewers? Yes, clinical informatics is considered a subspecialty within medicine and you must have a primary board certification first to be eligible to do the clinical informatics board ex certification exam. In order to qualify to do the exam, you need to do a fellowship in clinical informatics. And that is because the practice pathway is ending in 2025. And the practice pathway is the route that I am pursuing, which is you can become eligible doing a clinical informatics degree or master of science in health informatics. That's the main thing. Yeah, last but not the least, Leah, I would want to know how your journey in the University of Pittsburgh as a student in the field of health informatics has been. It's been a year and I can say it's been a, a wonderful year. I've met great people. I've worked on great projects and feel like I've grown as an individual and grown in the field of informatics and data science by extension. That's simple, precise, and perfect, Leah. I hope people who listen to this podcast follow you on your LinkedIn profile to know more about your latest updates. For sure. And guys, this is Leah Reed for you from the University of Pittsburgh. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and for following the show. 
and a special thanks to the University of Pittsburgh School of Health and Rehabilitation Sciences, Department of Health Information Management, and to Pitt's Health and Explainable AI Research Laboratory for launching this podcast. We'll see you next month.